Welcome to Kinkcast. Technically, I need half a second. Welcome to Kinkcast. I just want to do that the noise from the guy from. Um, <laughs> I just that was my introduction, and I had to have a follow up. Keeps getting yeah, stepped on. It's the guy that it's the guy from Family Guy that does like giggity giggity giggity. But I want to be like kinkity kinkity kinkity. I don't know. I, I like it. I wish I wish I knew somebody who could do Quagmire. Well, usually, starts I could do with giggity, like singing only some random oh, yeah. parody song that is usually just one word, like. Yeah, though that was fun back in the day. I don't yeah. remember what I was doing the past. It was clowns, dun 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 yeah, dun, 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 dun clowns. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kinkcast. It is a sex-positive look at different fetishes from around the globe, but mostly just the internet. We're gonna open up by saying who we are on this show and when was the last time we threw up. I'm Tommy. I recently quit drinking, and I'm sure I threw up on one of those crazy nights. I think I threw up on Halloween, but if we're being totally honest, that's the night that inspired me to quit drinking, because um, I I drank a lot. So might you say that vomiting caused you to really reconsider your life choices? Yeah, but as like in a rock bottom way, not as like a wise friend that helped <laughs> me way. Ah, okay. So this isn't a thing that inspired you or, or, or made you feel like warm and gooey in all your warm, gooey places. Uh, no, and, no, and no sex way either. Okay. So there's no, there was no time that I, I woke up with bloodshot eyes with the crust of beer vomit around my mustache and said, this is sexy. <laughs> and, just, and just semen coating your lower head. I feel warm and gooey from all that warm goo. <laughs> Crispy bacon. Uh, last time I threw up was probably the last time that I uh, like seriously drank too, as I also uh, stopped drinking uh, except like on special occasions. And uh, yeah, cool. it was We're a very, cool. very it's fine. Yeah, it was a very uh, not a great <laughs> night. Uh, ran into some old friends. Oh, it wasn't the night I was there. No. There was one night when on our other podcast when Chris just like stopped and threw up, but only like one drop. You remember this? That didn't happen. Yeah, it, it happened after Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> oh Jesus! No, that the movie was so bad that you just kind of like. That wasn't me throwing up. That was me choking to death and no one, no one, no one providing the Heimlich, so I had to go do it to myself. You didn't, you didn't look like you were choking. You looked like you were throwing up. I was doing the universal sign for I'm choking. Someone help me. You did not do the universal sign for throwing up. You just stood there. Yeah, because I was choking. You were mid-sentence, which means you were talking. There's no way there was food in your mouth. You were talking. No, You stopped mid-sentence and you looked off at the corner of the room like a dog seeing a ghost. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, you grab the wall to brace yourself like Will Smith. And we just thought that was it. We just thought you were going to die. In, no. in which one of his movies? <laughs> every one yeah, of his every movies. Single one. Will Smith yeah. catches a wall to brace himself. At and he's sweaty, and he's like, it's a, usually after something dramatic just happens. Fantastic and awesome and sexy. Yeah. Continue. But uh, no, I was, I was eating chicken wings. <laughs> That's what was happening, and I was choking to death on a chicken wing, and you all stared at me as I was patting my... Throat. You were someone help. <laughs> you were talking. Did you chew it first? I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse. Which me. leads us back again. <laughs> I did not. I did not throw up. I had to perform the Heimlich on myself. So thank you, Tommy. Sarah, you sound different today. 
It's because my name is Rob. Okay. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Tommy's not only blind to other people's voices, but to their faces as well. Yes, I was about to remark that Sarah looks different as well. Probably a, lot, probably a lot more handsome. Yes. Uh, mucho moreno is what I would say. Oh. That means dark and handsome. Mm-hmm. If I'm, we I, don't have that word in English. I do appreciate that. Yeah. What, what look is that? Tall, dark, and handsome. Uh, I'm sure there is. There's a some kind of term. Well, Mysterious. Dark, it's two separate adjectives. No, I'm sure there is like one term that is like just seldomly used, but then when you hear it, you're like, no, yeah, that's what that means. No, I, think I feel like the only way this conversation would be, would be fun to listen to is if they could actually see my face. Yeah, no. <laughs> Where it's two people talking about something that one of them is like, I'm sure it exists. I'm you know, building like, sure the, it does. The listener has a foreign voice in their car. It's new. It's not Sarah. They're very scared. They're about to turn it off. So, you know, give, give them a face <laughs> to love. It's a very lovable face. It is a lovable face. It's a very lovable face. I can vouch for that. Rob is a famous actor, and we're very lucky to have him on our show today. Um, and when was the last time that you vomited? I The last time I vomited was, I, I was also quite drunk, but I wasn't to a point where I could vomit from simply being drunk. My stomach was eating itself, so I felt like I had to induce. And so I went ahead and induced, and then I went back to the party because I make bad life choices. That's understandable. I think, now that I think about it, uh, I'm Dana. And, Hi. Um, so, hello. Dana hello. has new glasses, everybody. Yeah, they're gorgeous. They look very nice. Thank you. They're very, very, they're very, very 50s. Yeah. I feel like the vindictive teacher now. Um, uh, I think the last time I vomited was when I had to look up um, sexy dinosaur videos. Um, so that was about you didn't really vomit ago. from that. No, I didn't actually vomit, but I wish I did. Um, so no, <laughs> I've been. I have it's been, been our best topic. I have been vomit free since '93. Um, You've never sure, thrown up. I'm pretty sure I have not vomited in the like recent significant past. Good for you. So I'm what? not much of a vomiter. If I'm gonna get sick and stuff, I'm gonna. Oh no, there was a wine tasting three years ago. I was about to say, yeah, I, was, I, was, I wasn't gonna run you under the bus. I was no, just like, there I was, was like, I know, I've seen you there. There was a wine tasting when I I started crying and I threw up and I complained about boys. All, Par for the course. All, all in the same time. Like, I, I I started crying. I vomited into the toilet. And then I looked up at my best girlfriend. And I was like, boys. And then turned my head again to the toilet. And <laughs> So, yeah. That's that about sums up men. Is thrown up into a toilet. <laughs> yeah, and complaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that was a, it was a trifecta, really. <laughs> all right. So, today's topic slash kink is what's known as emetophilia. Mm-hmm. That's how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Which, the entire time this week, I, I would think it's emetophilia, as in, like, you emit vomit. I thought that, too. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, a, it's a metophilia, mm-hmm. like a metaphor, I guess. You, I think I it's know. the root word for emit. Yeah. 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 Is, that, is, it, is that, and does... The is, etymology is yeah, probably the etymology Latin or something. Does this in Greek? Well, aren't all of the? Isn't philia Greek? Yes. Well, it's philia usually translates to love. So yeah. So it's yeah. it means a love of a mission. Ooh, that makes it sound so much more risque and adventurous. <laughs> I love, love emissions. <laughs> mm. I want you to admit all over me. Oh no. Oh damn. Oh, dear. With what fluid? <clears throat> You see, that's where it gets tricky. Mm. Does yeah. it have to be a fluid? Is it a golden Blood. shower? <laughs> oh. <laughs> this just became two guys, one cup. Indeed. <laughs> oh, I was going to bring up two girls, one cup, because they do vomit into each other's mouth. They vomit poop. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, they do. I was there for uh, that. It was part of my childhood. That's where he got his first big acting break. <laughs> if you look closely, scared Ralph, pastor Ralph is in the background just walking by like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Is that peanut butter? <laughs> no. Yeah, in parentheses, it says uh, two or two girls, one cup, and Ralph. <laughs> just, just sauntering by yeah. the back, yeah. Uh, yeah, also known as a Roman shower, as I think we all found that this week. Yeah, Roman shower, it's where you like to be vomited on by somebody else, and so it's kind of like a golden shower where you like to get peed on by somebody else, it's just... Well, I feel like it's a misnomer, because I feel like being bled upon should be a Roman shower. Because that sounds much more powerful. Wow. That is very 300. I'm I, into it. I would feel like a, a... But 300 is Greek. What kind of shower would oh it be goodness, if you, you were being me. thrown up on? Be, what would it be? What? The green shower is too lame. It needs to have something fun to it. It's a green chunky shower. shower. Chunky shower. Chunky shower. Wait, or a, a pea soup shower. Chunky shower is just when that kid from the Goonies takes Let's a shower. Let's just call it the exorcist and move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Done. The Catholic shower. Oh my goodness. <laughs> is it called the Catholic shower now? <laughs> the, the joy of being thrown up upon? Yeah. I want you but to give me a Catholic specifically shower. Specifically for a priest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you could make some anti-religion jokes there, but uh, it's just, it's too easy. It's a low-hanging fruit. It's just low-hanging fruit. And this isn't that kind of show, is it? No. No, it's not. We're very tolerant here. We are, and we're very sex positive. So if this is a thing that you're into, we're going to explore it a little bit. And if this is something that maybe you're not really into, at least you can, like, kind of figure out, okay, what does it mean whenever somebody's into vomit? Or vomit play, or metaphilia, or whatever other kind of thing that they call it. Roman candle. Well, and if you're curious curious about it Roman showers Roman showers if you're curious <laughs> about it usually don't stick that in your butt vomit in the butt depends which end oh yeah it, wow <laughs> rule 34 rule 34 does that does rule 34 apply to reality I guess it has yeah. to we break if it every day yeah, yeah. if it exists there's porn of it yeah. Well, especially the wrong way. Like, yes. Oh, well, you don't want to do it the wrong way. No, well, you, you, you never want to. But. If you want to do it the right Some way. Some folks do. <laughs> if, is there a right way? Shit happens, you know? This is yeah. KingCast. There is no wrong way. I think it for, would be fascinating know. to watch someone shoot Roman Candle fireballs out of their butthole. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. <laughs> oh. I've seen that. Were you Isn't watching it? Jackass or was this real life? No, it was it was it was a porn clip I found in my many travels. <laughs> it's called The Rocketeer. <laughs> no, I don't remember what it was, but uh, she was a uh, she was doing like a booty dance in a hallway, and she had a Roman candle up her ass, and it would like shoot off occasionally <laughs> while doing a booty like dance. Harry Potter porno, like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Sounds like something that would happen to like Hermione or something in no. Harry Potter <laughs> fine fiction. What? It's Ron. It's Ron. 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 That's always getting things, uh, like by the end of the series. Thing. She was like. The Oh. Well, that's the end of the series. The way I think of that character is a child. So, let's, uh, talk just gonna, let's talk Indeed. about vomit. Let's talk about vomit and throwing up. <clears throat> so as always, with all fetishes, especially if this is your first episode, this has to be said every damn week. A fetish is not so simple as it is this. Mm-hmm. It's a spectrum. Each person is their own individual. So we may not even cover what some unique individual out there is attracted to. But for the purposes of our study today, we're really going to look into two different forms of emetophilia. One is a form of bulimia, where the person makes them, typically female, but not always, uh, the person makes themselves throw up and they have a sexual gratification 
it from that that feeling of release. It's kind of like that build up, release, relief kind of thing. Yes, and it's more than having just finished vomiting, which is one of the best feelings. I mean, I I mean, when you're done, you don't have to anymore. Yes, that's. <laughs> oof. If I'm vomiting, it's. Because I'm done for the night. <laughs> but I would like I say it's akin to the first breath of air after you've been suffocating. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a really great breath of air, but yeah. it, whatever. Uh, the other form is, as we've been discussing, uh, Roman showers or Catholic showers, as we've renamed them, which is the sexual attraction to other people vomiting. Yeah. So with that said, let's go ahead and jump right into bulimia and the bulimia orgasm. Okay. There's only one scientific study pub- published on this fetish. And the subjects of the fetish are uh, all three women who have not necessarily believe it. They're making themselves throw up. It might not necessarily be for weight loss purposes. Right, but they're inducing it. But they're inducing their own vomiting purposefully and are receiving sexual pleasure from it. Mm -hmm. To the point of orgasm? Yes. Yes. Holy smokes. uh, Two two of them, uh, yes. One of them uh, just... Has a similar feeling to orgasm. Yeah, it's kind of. It reminded well, it, me. It, cr- it creates like a tension. Yeah, it creates a tension. Uh, and release. And when, yeah, and when it, when it's done, it's just like okay, cool. One of the terms I found a lot enough that it's like uh, on so many different articles that seemed like they were all just copying it from one source. Mm. So I'm copying it from them. Who's copying it from one source? <laughs> uh, uh, it's a sequence of spasm, ejaculation, and then relief, mm-hmm. where like you're trying to throw up, mm-hmm. like D. From it's always sunny, and then you vomit it up, and then you have the relief, and they that's it. They compare it to the male orgasm, right? That's one thing I saw as well. Um, I, of course, our our favorite go to uh, writer on fetish fetishes, Doctor Mark Griffiths, uh, states that although sex and vomiting are strange bedfellows, especially as sex is typically pleasurable and vomiting typically as unpleasurable. There um, are a number of similarities. Many internet sites quote the same three similarities that sex and vomiting both trigger hormones to be released that make people feel better, are initiated by a reaction to a stimulus, and three, for men at least, uh, involve the expulsion of fluids through a bodily tube and out of a bodily orifice. I believe he did say that some of those were a little bit of a reach. Yes, he did. He totally did. But a lot of people that I've seen on FetLife also made those similar connections with different words. It's a reach to make a generalization, but any individual could have their own reasons. One of the things that I've thought of a lot um, is, you you know, not to stereotype and not to put trauma on people, but um, I've gotten the feeling that this is related to uh, molestation. Mm. How so? The three girls that uh, were done or that were studied in Robert Stoller's study uh, mentioned like how they remember vomiting getting tied to orgasm. Uh, none of them were molestation, though. Are they not necessarily alone? molestation, but I, they, I suppose abuse? They are doing it alone. One of them was uh, uh, like got in trouble or something from uh, their like parents and uh, her. It wasn't m- intentional, like, molestation, but her dad, like, put her over his lap to spank her, and uh, she ended up vomiting while she said she felt his, uh... Oh. Uh, Dick! Yeah. <laughs> on her, uh, groin. Vagina! Wow. And, uh, and that, uh, that tied those 
that together. Uh, there's a, I can't remember how the other one said it was another like childhood thing where uh, she was vomiting while being stimulated. Unintentionally stimulated. Now, I do know, like, a lot of girls, whenever they, like... Ride horses? <laughs> whenever they're, like, becoming sexually aroused, do it can sometimes, like, trigger a nauseous sort of feeling. Look at Stan Marsh from South Park. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our pop Every time he talk, a pretty girl talks to him, yeah. he vomits. No, but nerves, nerves are very tied to the mm-hmm. stomach. People mm-hmm. throw up, especially. And it, it is a classic joke that's not just in South Park, but people right. are feeling love for the first time, butterflies in their tummy. The tummy makes... It, it's a different feeling. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was actually very interested to hear your outlook on how it ties to molestation, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if we've already like discussed it or not or taken it out. Well, uh, the reason why... <laughs> The reason why I stopped talking is because sometimes it's just it's so gross to keep talking about because child molestation is not uh, fun or funny. It kind of puts a damper on things. Indeed it does. I apologize. But uh, I, I suppose what came to mind for me is uh, – and see, this is the sentences I'm about to say. I don't even want to say. But a, a molested child who was forced to do oral could associate mm-hmm. the positive things going in the mouth, rejection. Yeah. And uh, I feel like – Vomiting is very much associated with sickness and purging sickness mm-hmm. and completely going off baseless here. This is terrible research because it's just opinion, but it's not research at all. Then. It, it, yeah, it's but it's the research of my brain putting patterns together to prove that Hillary Clinton is a lizard monster. But we are kind of that discussing yeah. <laughs> we are kind of discussing this in a kind of informal setting. This yeah. we're not experts. I mean, we we just discuss these things and and apply them the we're best we can. Sex experts. I took it as purging toxic purging toxic emotions. Yeah. And so it could very not necessarily have to be oral sex. Mm-hmm. And not even have to be sexual uh, abuse, like, but yeah. pu- purging abuse yeah. is that we're receiving this the sexual pleasure that is associated with. I have the stomach flu. I throw up. I've gotten that stomach flu out of my body. Mm-hmm. I'm in a toxic environment. That toxic environment is inside of me. I'm mm-hmm. letting it leave me. Mm-hmm. And I guess that comes from like all the all the shitty movies where people throw up when they're getting exercised from demons and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it's a physical manifestation of a, of a psychological yes. like, complex. Um, and it's it's such a negative act. Mm-hmm. And as we're talking about, uh, no one in this fetish is sexually uh, stimulated by the vomiting. It's the moment after the vomiting. It's not like suffocation where while you're being suffocated, you're like, man, this is fucking hot. Right. That's it's, not what I found. It's the moment well, directly after that's where the sexual pleasure comes from. The person, who, the person who is vomiting is the one who feels the pleasure afterward. But the person who's being vomited on... Has a completely different outlook. Yes. Yeah, but like, there's still people that like find pleasure from the vomiting, just not doing just, it, not the just action, the really... not just the moment directly after. Yeah, because it's like Pavlovian conditioning. Well, it seems like there's a certain aspect to it that's uh, more, you know, dom sub based, if I may use those yeah. terms. Mm-hmm. And those who, you know, are turned on by being vomited on would generally be considered submissive and mm-hmm. those who enjoy doing that to others would be dominant. Mm-hmm. And so there may be a well, subset of this that isn't purely based in past experience or um, like any emotional trauma. It might just be something that they actually enjoy. We're also yeah. leaving out a uh, category of people who enjoy forcing other people to vomit. 
which that, was another, which was a big part of this too. Indeed, for yeah. those who those, just like the vomit itself. Yeah, True, but there to, are to, those who just like to vomit. go back on that idea. I I should admit that you mm-hmm. know just because vomiting is this horribly negative thing that is damaging to the body yes. doesn't necessarily mean that it is some clue to to further trauma or some horrible childhood. Mm-hmm. A, a huge part of not kink shaming is there's not you know consciously kink shaming which oh that's gross fuck it but subconsciously kink shaming which is what i just did in the sense of i think this is gross and therefore it must come from some terrible place which is subconscious kink shaming sometimes and and sometimes that kind of thing can but it's not what we're discussing here this evening so right um so should we can we i guess since we can sometimes link this to like erotic humiliation in some senses Mm. um this also kind of sometimes gets lumped in with urolagnia, which is like pee fetish, urine fetish. Water sports. Uh-huh, water yeah. sports, um, which is a whole different thing. Um, but should we talk about this fetish in terms of the dom-sub kind of complex? I, I have that written down as one of our sections. Okay. Um, I, I think we are transitioning out of bulimia and bulimia orgasm, okay. and that was one of the last things we were going to discuss. Real quick, before we go into that, do we want to talk about vomit and health before we get into the relationship because one of the things I really want to get into is while I do not like to kink shame and say that people should not do things and experiment this is a hardcore fucking fetish I feel like it'd be an interesting thing to find out that you're into I feel like it would take a long time of you just experimenting with different things to figure out that this might actually be something you like well the cartoon that I had in my head is two people who are into like scat like into fucking being shit on Mm. yeah they might look at this fetish and go ooh that's too much right (laughs) so I mean if if scat munchers are saying ooh that's a little bit much but if uh, I want to take it like toning it down a little bit like there are some guys that i have personally encountered that like to be given head to the point where they feel you gagging and maybe starting to feel like you're gonna vomit like that makes them feel big that makes them feel whatever i don't know but that's a thing that that some guys really enjoy like maybe not the vomit itself but the fact that oh my gosh i'm like the risk of it fucking this person in the face so so hard you yeah know, that was that, a one of the dom relationship yeah. with this is uh was said to stem from uh deep throating and uh from filleting to the point of near vomiting yeah, yeah. so maybe this isn't such a far-fetched fetish no i'm not like, saying it's far-fetched i'm saying it's hardcore yeah this oh, is an, yeah. it's an extreme fetish and and that comes from the place that um vomit is very destructive to your health the act Absolutely. of vomiting is not is not something that your body should be doing. It, it happens in childhood because of sickness and because of, of nerves, I suppose. But as an adult, you should not be vomiting frequently. Yeah, it's like an emergency. Unless you have food poisoning. But yes. It's, it's, <laughs> or the <laughs> stomach <laughs> flu or you have consumptive alcohol. Yeah, but if that is like because a, uh, it's like an emergency <laughs> shutoff at exactly. that point. It's not, it's not doing it because it's supposed to be normal. It's Done. doing it exactly. because there's something abnormal and the only recourse that your body has is just is, get rid of it. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about the human body like like a computer, I guess, this is not something it was designed to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you evacuate your bowels, the, the intestines in like colon, they can handle that. Mm-hmm. It, can, it can blast shit out and it can take care of you. And 
if you get your if you get like a, a deep wound, your body knows how to like fucking handle that and mm-hmm. send a bunch of fucking cells to start regenerating the area. Your body doesn't know how to purge from the stomach. It wasn't it designed does. to do it. Yeah, it does, but it's not designed well. No, it's not designed well, but you do salivate more when you're about to vomit. I'm like you, you your salivatory glands producing more spit is supposed to coat your mouth to just help because there's stuff protected. Just because they snuck in some code at the last minute where they realized, oh shit, this whole vomit.exe doesn't work. It was Let's patchy. make them salivate more. <laughs> there is definitely a process that your body goes through whenever you've eaten something that's not good yeah. for the rest of your body. And it's 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 just reverse peristalsis. It works the same way both ways. You vomit in order to maintain your health in some cases. Because if you if you digest that crap food that you ate... Or that emotion, which is, exactly. which is weird that our own brains can do that to us. If you digest that terrible food that is not good for you, it's just not going to work out. So yeah. vomiting is a natural occurrence that can happen. It's, it's It makes sense. Yeah, it's not <clears throat> when supposed Ill, to happen like regularly, though. Indeed. It no, does harm your body to, for it to occur regularly. Yes. That's we went in yes. a huge circle. All right. All right. Oh. <laughs> What's terrifying about it is it's one of the few situations where uh your body takes control of you. Mm. It's as it's as natural as blinking, it's out of your control when it starts happening. And that's one of the things that's so unsettling about watching someone vomit. We've all held someone's hair while they threw up. Yeah. Right. All of us have been there. <laughs> yeah. when, I usually just walk away. When it starts oh <laughs> you're a terrible human. You throw a quarter. Fix it. This is for some breath mints. <laughs> But it's uh, a roll of quarters, first of all. When when the, <laughs> just right at the forehead, whip it. When the when the neck starts to 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 like bend in on itself, and the head goes forward, and like just watching a and dog vomit, goes up. It, it becomes it becomes this natural form of the brain is taking over over the over the conscious brain, mm-hmm. and it's it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. Uh, it's damaging to the heart. Have we put that on on, we on record set yet? That out no, not yet. Uh, if you're bulimic or you're very interested in this fetish, you should know the strain that this puts on your heart damages your fucking heart. Is that is that is that it? It's not so I bueno. Mean, not it's not good. great. No. We've and probably also, saved thousands of bulimics. Well, and also like the acid that you also jettison with whatever you're leave with whatever you're letting loose from you damages your teeth, your esophagus, your voice, vocal yeah, vocal mm-hmm. cords. You said that like as an actor. To is like that's the most important thing. That's the thing. With fuck me, your like, teeth, but with your voice, you could still act. Right. You know, I really, you can I really, I really did put the emphasis on voice. But at the same time, no matter what your profession is, no matter who you are or what you're doing, you need your teeth, your voice, and your esophagus to live. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a good you, thing Chris, you need your esophagus. Me and him have had a million conversations. He's always like, I don't need my esophagus. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> Chris, you need your esophagus. Do you know how the price for black for the esophagus is now? I don't know. Esophagi. 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 No, I don't know any guys. Uh, <laughs> what's what's funny is I, I wish I, I could have film of that exact moment because the joke went through both of our heads and I said, Nah, I can't. I can't think of anything tight enough. I'm just not going to touch it. Esophaguses. What's happening? I think it's plural. It's like moose. Moose. Yeah. Esophagus. Esophagus is plural. Our collective esophagi. Wonderful. I like esophagi. Moving on. I think we're moving on from vomit and health, and we're going straight on to Roman showers. I'm talking specifically about people who like to be vomited on or. 
because I don't want to offend anybody. Folks who don't like to be vomited on, they just like to see someone vomit. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure, just like Scat, there are plenty of people who don't want to have poo-poo on them. They just want to watch the poo-poo. Right, but there's also some other parts of this as well. Um, hearing someone vomit. Seeing, seeing someone vomit. Smelling. Smelling someone smell vomit, it. being vomited on, vomiting on someone else, or vomiting alone. Oh, when you're um, out of the bars with and your friends, and then you step on something, and you wonder what it is, you look down, and you've stepped on vomit, and, and you terrible it. moment. Yeah, you lick it. You fucking lick it. <laughs> oh, so apparently you haven't read the same articles I'd have. I read that oh, article yeah. you were talking about. Oh, I did not read about this article. a Can man I? named Ho from uh, Hong Kong did an interview where he says he goes around two bars with, like, baggies. And looks for people who are throwing up and then collects the throw up to store under his bed. Dana, what you got? I want to I wanna cover this topic. <laughs> I have it. I have all the notes. So, yeah, Vice interviewed him and found that for one 27-year-old man, um, it, it's the appearance of the vomit itself that turns him on sexually. Um, he says, my favorite type, of, uh, uh, favorite type is natural vomit caused by too much alcohol or illness. Straight men, too. Uh, vomit from food poisoning is great, but I won't beg for it. If it's forced or unnatural, I would be interested in it, but I wouldn't be that into it. I can be turned on by my own vomit, but I really hate the feeling of vomiting. I'm mainly turned on by men's vomit. I'm more into vomit from straight uh, guys or men who are dads, but it's very hard to find a straight man or father to vomit for me. Um, if I see somebody vomiting in public, it doesn't have to be someone I fancy. I would get turned on as long as the person vomiting is a guy. This guy so, has done his research. Oh, yeah. On and himself. It, he, and, he talked I mean, to, or they asked him what's the worst thing he's done for vomit. And he said he has licked the bowl mm-hmm. of a toilet that someone had vomited into. Wait, so is, is he eating from the baggies yes. after he gets them under he, his... He keeps it. He free, He said he used to keep it under his bed, but it mm-hmm. uh, spoils too quickly. Indeed. Uh, and so has uh, taken to freezing it in what I assume are Tupperware containers. Yeah, so it can be preserved longer. Especially during the summer. That stuff rots real quick. That is mad interesting. Like Yeah. Yeah, but it, yeah, it says here he licked the vomit of a handsome man from the edge of a loo. Um, so British. Tommy's mind yeah. is like blown right now. <laughs> My mind's not blown. I'm trying to think of, a, of an appropriate response because I want to say unequivocally we are sex positive and that's wrong. Right. Right. Um, it does feel kind of like there's no consent being given. <laughs> Well, it also feels like it's a health crisis. Like if if yeah. if, if it comes to be down to being sex positive, it, it's if it came down to a a black or white choice of continue on with what you're doing or go to therapy. I feel like this is a at go to therapy. That, at that point, I feel like it might be something worth getting checked out. Yeah, because yeah, this is potentially damaging to health. Like, well, absolutely. I mean, it's no. <laughs> That's not. That's not. It's not because it's damaged to his health. It's because it's super gross. Yeah, that's that's why I'm against it. <laughs> There's no germs and vomit. Some of the cleanest stuff. I wash my hands with it. It's acid, guys. It kills germs. <laughs> there you go. Sacrifice your voice and your teeth. You just eat other people's vomit. Yeah, oh never be God. sick again. <laughs> he will live to the ripe old age of 112. <laughs> you watch. <laughs> 
Karina, you were going to say something. I feel like I've offended you. There's a, I, I just saw a uh, quote from a 106-year-old woman that uh, has a Dr. Pepper every morning for uh, it's breakfast. It's all cigarettes and Dr. Pepper, isn't it? And uh, she uh, says, like, the doctors have always told me, that's going to, all drinking all that Dr. Pepper is going to kill you. You should switch to coffee or something. She's like, I've outlived them all. I'm imagining the same guys. <laughs> they, kept, they kept telling me the vomit's going to kill me, but I've outlived them all. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. All right. Data. Um, so there there are like <clears throat> a lot of different ways that we can discuss this. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I feel like there's it's it's important to differentiate the people that get turned on by other people in the act of vomiting, whether it's vomiting on them, vomiting or vomiting mutual in vomiting. Yeah. Um, and then also the people that are just turned on by vomit. Like in general, yeah, yeah. So I think it's, I think there is a distinction to be made here, as there is often with a lot of these fetishes. Um, like you know, are they into like actual like killer clowns? Or are they into just like people dressed up as clowns and playing like clowns? Like we have to kind of differentiate well, between the, some of those things. The, the so, bigger differentiation there is, I, I've always felt like there is a stigma around any fetish. That is not only towards something non-human, but something that's not even living. Right. Especially like a byproduct of a living thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's I think, I think what I read was that it's defined as paraphilic, which is yep. an attraction to something that isn't living or something that would usually be termed as, you know, yeah, paraphilia, uh, paraphilia can even be very specific body parts though. Yeah. Like obsession with like we were talking about last week, obsession with like boobs, mm-hmm. like just boobs. And that's it. Like to the extent that it's just, it is a sexual organ that people are attracted to, but it's taken to a whole nother level. It's dehumanized. Yeah. Mm. The action. Like that serial killer that got off people's boobs. <clears throat> yes. Uh, Jerry Brudos. Yes. Unfamiliar. Uh, he cut off boobs. All right. Sounds like there's another serial killer that uh, made a, a woman's boob into a paperweight. That was oh my Jerry Brudos. Was it really? Jerry Brudos. I thought it was someone else. Sounds like Jerry. Jer- Joel Jerry Brudos. <laughs> Everyone knows about Jerry. Right? Fun guy. Even me, five seconds ago. Yeah. All right, continue. <laughs> well, and also, talking about this, um, there are some gender preferences for some people. Um, I don't know how Goes you can tell the gender of a vomit. That's what I was more... That's what oh, I was confused about. That was my um, first thought pink, as well. Pink or blue. And all- <laughs> <laughs> have, you never, have you never paid attention to this? <laughs> have you ever that's vomited a, blue? One yes, of things it's always that- blue, but that's only because I live off of Gatorade. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. But that's one of the things that uh, that Ho had said in the interview is that uh, he doesn't like vomit that's just sitting there because he doesn't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. It could have come from a female, in which so case he he's not interested in yeah. who it came from yeah. in order for him to get his kicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Interesting. Okay. So that brings me to wonder, and this is something that I want to discuss out loud because I feel like I'm curious about this too. I wonder if the appearance or digested state color smell plays that significant of a role. Um, yeah, and what they ate. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, I too. I feel like that has to play a huge role. Like, if you just ate and then you just let it go, it's mm-hmm. going to be different than if you... Yeah. It's going to be different than if you throw up because you were drunk. It's going to be... Yes, that one's got some steak and some corn in it. He's you obviously it. had a good meal. Well, yeah. my assumption is that uh, anyone who is attracted to this seriously mm-hmm. is going to develop their own flavor palette. More or less. Perhaps, and so yeah. I, I would be curious without having a, a wide uh, audience of people to talk to, mm-hmm. if there's a more popular versus obscure type of vomit or if everyone has their own unique thing. I'm sure. And I have no doubt of this. I'm sure there's there's a couple out there who's in, into this. Mm-hmm. And 
in, in preparation for in a metaphilic night Event. of lovemaking, they have a very strict diet of, you know, oatmeal and Pepto-Bismol or something. Well, I have, I have Chunky products. And pink. I'll get into, I'll get into products in a minute, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting to like, how do you, I mean, FetLife has 1,600 members in the FetLife group mm-hmm. under puking, puke and vomit. Interesting. Um, which oh. I thought was pretty interesting. Like not only to like join a group that, you know, helps people find other people to enjoy fetishes with, but also the fact that there's 1,600. That's quite a few. Do we know the total? Yeah, like what's the basis of their their, uh, enrollment? Um, Or could you compare that to a more common fetish like foot? That's how I measure these things. Yeah, that, that, yeah, foot, with foot, foot being does seem more common. Well, it's foot is the most common. common. That's yeah. what we, we did our pilot episode on that. We found out that by far it is it's the most, the most common. common paraphilia, and it's it's so common that a lot of folks aren't even embarrassed of it. Or I mean, I, I say that like king shaving way, but like actors from the '90s were being open about it, like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, hey. we should really say that it's it's fine. It's open. Uh, yeah, Quentin Tarantino loves him some feet. Ricky Martin. Mm-hmm. Yep, I believe so. Um, so the foot fetish or worship um, group, the largest number one is six thousand seven hundred and nine members. Wow. So the fact that there are so about one sixth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So this is actually maybe a lot bigger than we thought. Pretty impressive. What about dinosaur? Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll see. I would hazard a guess the dinosaur would have more. Although dinosaur had fewer Pornhub videos. Yeah, dinosaur almost had. Just none. a real quick sidebar. Let's look for dinosaur fetish. Mm-hmm. We look. We oh, did that was last week. Last week. So. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, you yeah. missed Dino oh, Fetish. Oh damn. Yeah, it was a it was a blast and a half. Seventy six. Seventy six members. Seventy six members. Just. And not like, even. You're not excluding any zeros at the end there. Mm-hmm. Just. 76. Like 7%? Oh, oh, dinosaurs. Let's be honest here. I think a lot of fetishes are based in what can actually happen and trying to achieve these things in reality. Mm. And no one will ever get to fuck a dinosaur. But (laughs) anyone can have someone throw up on them. Mm -hmm. That is true. Sometimes accidentally. Yes. (laughs) You you can't accidentally fuck a dinosaur and then discover you're into dinosaurs either. But you can be wearing flip-flops at the wrong party. Mm, Yes. Yes, you can. Flip-flops are never a good idea. So how many videos did you find on Pornhub? 95. I on Pornhub and I looked up I just looked up vomiting I found 95 videos and I think we all know what the majority of them probably were vomiting, vomiting on other people yeah. vomiting on the, on the dick oh okay alright so cool. it, all right. I I don't think there are very many people of course there are but I don't think there are very many people who like being vomited on in the face and the orifices I, I think yeah. the big bulk of this fetish is uh, comes from a skull fuck. Is yeah, it's just fucking that throat so deep, and, and I think it's honestly a pride thing. Mm. I don't know if there's even that much attraction to. Yeah, the it does. Itself. It does seem like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's one of those things where I made you do this. Yes, and one of the things that I, I found was um, they would substitute. They would have a girl on an empty stomach, and they would uh, have her drink milk, so it's not as offensive. Oh wow! Because well, oh, that way, so that it way, looks it's like cum. Is or not only so it looks like cum, but it's it's very neutral. It's yeah, not, no, it's, it's, not it's not chunky not, with corn. Hunks. It's not like I just ate you know a steak and then I came and sucked your dick and now it's all over the place. It's it's yeah, but then you get the nice little easy. treat after you finish. <laughs> oh okay. Jesus well, Christ, buddy! All right, <laughs> I'm kink shaming you for that one. <laughs> this is, 
You know, uh, this if, well if, done. If you, you know, I don't like my steaks. Well done. Is if that you want to eat that, yeah. did go we go sit him in the yeah. corner? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no. I would hazard the guess that the bulk of pornography about vomiting is I, I fucked it. I, my dick is so big that when I fuck someone in the throat, they throw up everything that they just drank, <laughs> which is just milk. Indeed. Well, which 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 kind of lends itself to like the whole manufactured aspect of porn, but that's not what tonight is about. No, I think that goes into it. I mean, I think it should say something that um, I'm going in a circle here, but th- th- this fetish relies on humiliating a person somewhat unwillingly. You know, I will absolutely agree with that. Like from the research that I've done, it seems to be heavily based on humiliation, on humiliation with, yeah. or whoever is you know on you at the time. One with it being something that's so painful to go through, I feel like this sets itself aside from water sports or from even scat. Oh no, absolutely. Where it, it doesn't always have to be humiliating because this one is has the like the the body taking over and because it's mm-hmm. it's so painful and damages the health of the person throwing well, yeah. up. It's so much more likely to be humiliating. Absolutely. And the funny thing with water sports <laughs> and scat is that it's such an external activity. Whereas if you're doing it in the way that we were describing, where you're just like skull fucking someone, that's just going to hurt them internally on top of what you're forcing to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's a very different kind of excretory play. Well, and it's it's hard for those to be... Um, what, what am I looking for here? Those are not... Not a lot of people are just shitting or pissing themselves during sex. It happens, but it's not happening a well, lot. With that's the young, actually what squirting is. Yeah, I know. But, uh, the, but here's the thing about the videos we're looking at on Pornhub. Mm. I... I they're either staged to look like, or a lot of them were genuine where these women were throwing up and it wasn't planned. At least right. that's the way the video made it look. No, is that planned. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's porn. Everything is planned. I don't know. Some of these people, nope. the way they look when their eyes are just terrified and the dick's too big and it's too deep and they just like can't handle it. I hate that look. It's just, it's, it's fucked up. It's it's just torturous. I'm not trying to kink shame anybody. If you're into it, you're into it. I hope it's simulated. It's just the look of fear and pain in their eyes is not arousing. And then they vomit mm-hmm. on the dick. And then you just have a dick and there's cum So would you feel vomit. better if they like threw up because they orgasm so hard? Is that a thing? Oh, wait. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is a thing. I, I believe it. Have Every girl I've ever been in person. <laughs> Are you jamming her in the stomach? <laughs> I just punch her in the stomach. <laughs> we lost Rob. He's gone. <laughs> I'll be back. Well, I just, I don't know. This is, this is definitely an interesting fetish. And I think there's a lot of different aspects to it. Like some of them are so nuanced that like, it'd be hard to even explain it in the span of time that we usually spend on the well, show. Well, here's the nuance that I keep coming back to, and I don't mean to be so aggressively kink-shamey tonight, mm-hmm. but I am. So maybe I'll stop apologizing. I'm aggressively kink-shamey on this one. Almost every fetish we cover can be um, simulated and can be goofy. This one has a lot of trouble being simulated, and this one has a lot of trouble being goofy. It's hard, it's hard to have light, fluffy, cutesy... Vomit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an intense, yeah. hardcore thing. I don't think that's fe- that's that's fetish shaming. I think that's. I think it's just that you're you're worried about the people's health that are involved, and so it just it just depends on how well you know your body and how mm-hmm. much you're willing to sacrifice to enter into that activity. 
True. And, and, you know, one of the things I keep coming back to in my mind is one of my favorite YouTubers is named Adam Johnston. Mm-hmm. You know, YMS? Anyone? Anyone? I'm so sorry. Yummy movie show. I got nothing. Yummy movie show? Your movie sucks. <laughs> but uh, he uh, his big deal is that he knows how to throw up without... Um, without, it, like, the, the whole seizure process. He knows how to just, like, open his just stomach. Just let it go. Yeah. And he, Interesting. He, he freaks people out online. And so I imagine if you could do that, it really wouldn't be that big of a deal well, to involve that section. Well, that's, really, that's, that's also just, something that, like, you can train because, like, a lot of the jackass guys <laughs> don't have to have any, like, they don't have to shove their fingers down their mouth or anything anymore. Mm-hmm. They can just be like, oh, oh. It's a skill. Like, you can teach yourself yeah, how to throw up. Just with. pretend to throw up and then throw up. That is... So interesting. Well, I mean, it's it's not that hard to do. I don't think we should be encouraging this because yeah, exactly. in the hands of a, of a put it on your resume. But if you pretend, <laughs> if you pretend to throw up long enough, you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's if you if you gag, you if can I've, trigger it in your brain. If ever in my life that I've needed to throw up, I have not had to pretend. It's just happened, mm-hmm. and I felt better afterward because either there was nothing left in my stomach that was awful, or you know, just it it does elicit a sense of okay, you're going to be fine now. Mm-hmm. I feel better. It's a comfort. That thing is over. Now that it's over, we feel a little better. So, yeah, that was, yeah. Oh, Dana's excited. Dana's getting really happy. Dana has the look on her face where it's time for my product corner, right? So, Dana turns into Data when it gets to be this time of day. (laughs) All right. A timely Star Trek reference. You got... uh, Or Goonies reference. Or Goonies. Oh, sorry. Both work. I went full Star Trek. No, I, I, I usually go with the Star Trek Data, too. Um, or there is no Dana. There's only Zool. But <laughs> well, bring it on. Bring it on down, girl. What Classic you got? BMG. Uh, I've got. I've got a few I want to bring up first. Yeah. Oh, uh, a toothbrush <laughs> serves two functions yeah, you before and after. You've got. You've got one end is for causing it, and then the other end is for cleanup. And it's got another purpose. You can make a shank out of it. You can also <laughs> put it up your butt. Yeah, but that doesn't do a whole which lot. side. What do you? Both. Which side? What is that? It, mean? It's an adventure. You gotta brush your butt out, or what? Is no. <laughs> oh, which side of the freaking toothbrush? Okay, I was like, what do you mean? Which side of your butt? Yeah, the, your front butt or your back butt? Which side of your butt? Well, okay. Does not? Uh, does everyone only have one butt hole? There's this, uh, it's and dead. that's me being dumb. I'm so no, sorry. Chris has two. One is on his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely just a meme, but there's a uh, there's an Amazon review of a toilet brush and it says one star and it just says tried it once too painful (laughs) (laughs) so uh you toothbrush what else was it just toothbrush uh toothbrush i I guess you can make a joke here about like chicken nuggets or something i don't know Hmm. leave me alone always always brush and floss kids Gas station sushi. Gas station sushi. <laughs> I don't know. Don't ever eat gas station sushi, kids. Okay, so also I have... Also, kids, <laughs> don't listen to this show. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Be an adult. Dana, what you got? Um, I have some products. I did not think I would be able to find very many products for emetophilists, but um, I did. And let me just start with this really awesome Good Time Eggs Lazy Toy Yolk Vomiting Emoji. Is that sexual? You can squeeze it and it will vomit on you. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the. um, If you really want to just put it on your penis, I'm not going to stop you. Why not? It's kind of like the pumpkin that you carve that's like throwing up its own insides on Halloween. Yes. Also, let's not forget Krylon fake vomit. Oh wait, I want to look at this. (laughs) Wait, is it Krylon? Does it have corn in it? No, it is Krylon. Krylon faux vomit, and it does it does it smell like vomit? 
I'd imagine I'm it guessing can. probably not because I'm guessing it's used for like uh, like shoots. Yeah, yeah like movie yeah. movie shoots. And <laughs> yeah, my movie my movie is such a high budget. We're actually importing vomit from Germany. Um, also <laughs> twenty dollars a pop. Large vomit from like general jokesters. Hey, like, um, let's not forget oh, that plastic, fake vomit. Yeah, that plastic you can, vomit. Yeah. You can put down places. A sex toy you can buy at any local gag shop. I guess. Also, hey, Spencer's um, gifts. Um, from the wait, you can buy sp- yeah, sex, you can toys, buy sex toys. Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from the makers of liquid ass. Uh, there is also bar <laughs> bar fume pu- puke spray. What? Oh, it just smells like throw up. It smells like vomit. How? Wow. It's pretty sexy. All right. So I bet if you mix that's some of a this nice in cologne. with a fake vomit, you'd get pretty close to what you're looking for. Mix that with some aqua de Joe and see what you attract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's when you're going to one of the uh, vomit fetish parties and you're just like, <laughs> spritz, <laughs> spritz, spritz, spritz. You need a little uh. Uh, I'm to throw a breath mint. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also found Epicac uh, tablets that yep. will help you inv- induce vomiting should the should the um, yes need arise. Don't fucking buy those. Yeah, don't don't go out to a go pharmacy ahead and, and buy that Epicac. One family guy scene where they all just die from vomiting. Oh yeah. Oh, pop culture. Vomiting's in everything. Yeah. Vomiting is comedy. But vomiting to arousal. That's that's in nothing. That's, that's not, in nothing. And no, that's why that's I was not, like, yeah, no, I can't think of anything. It's not widely publicized. No, no, no. Or no, it's in a movie. No, it's not. It's not in Team America, which just has yeah, a famous great vomiting, vomiting scene. scene. I, I can't I mean, think of much. No, yeah, yeah, just right. No. It's it's a very it's a very vogue obscure fetish that I'm Yeah. Vogue. It's not in the mainstream. Yeah. The only only the cool kids know about it. Are there any celebrities wow. who are into this fetish? I couldn't tell you. I got nothing on that. I didn't even think to try to look that up. Yeah, me either. I was just like, I no. We usually try to look something up, but I didn't even think about that. Um, do we want to guess any celebrities that might be into this? Uh, fetish? Sure. Do uh, we want to make irresponsible guesses about other people? Yes, let's do it. Will Smith. <laughs> he's he's so clean. Like and he's just, just constantly so, heaving against a wall. Yeah, so. he's so clean and charming. His nausea is what he has to stabilize. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise, too. Well, With uh, all those pumpy arm runs, I mean, he has to yeah. be like, letting something loose every now and then. Because he's yeah. so shaky. He's just he's right. shaking all the time. Yeah, that, that, I think that's the two of them. John Travolta. Just go for like, the, trifecta, for the, the trifecta of men who are so entirely charismatic that they creep me out. Yeah. They've gone... It's like if, if charisma was like an empty... It was like a fuel meter. They've gone so far on full, they've come back around to empty, and I'm terrified of them. It's a weird metaphor, because I don't think that's how fuel cages work, but... <laughs> well, it's, you've never heard the opposite of that joke, where you've gone so low on empty, you come back to full? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's so so that, you've gone so far on full, you come back to empty. Yeah. Like, they they, they are, are so charismatic and lovable that they creep me the fuck out. Yeah. They're they're like too handsome. Am I alone in this? You know what? You are because I'm not creeped out by them. Really? No, none of the three of them. You like no. all three? Well, See, I don't. I don't like John Travolta. But that's for a whole different reason. Okay. Because like I can I can take Will Smith because sometimes he'll get so into one of his are characters. You sure? Sometimes I get so into one of his characters, I like him, but he mostly creeps me out, especially See, when he's offset. I'm actually, I have the, I can, I can accept uh, Tom Cruise uh, when he's playing a part. Most but of the not time, he's not in real Tom life. Cruise. Will Smith, I can't see anyone but Will Smith pretending to be someone else when he's playing a part. Hey. Lou Reed liked to shit in women's mouths. 
Wow. Okay. I'm sure at least once someone didn't hear threw that. Up. I bet he had a Sonic the Hedgehog toilet. Um, this gets brought up. Gotta every, get brought up at least once a week. Every episode. <laughs> this week it was me. Um, I think Squanchy probably participates in this one. Oh my god, from Squanchy. Rick and Morty. From Rick and Morty. I mean, he's into everything. I really imagine him as like he squanches up a lot of squanches. Yes, like, absolutely. I feel like he does all the fetishes. He squanches in a lot of squanches. Yeah, he's kind of terrifying. I'm terrified of Squanchy. Not any mm-hmm. human, just that animated character. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, do we have any other celebs that we? Uh, no more celebs. But this is our new segment, Celeb Corner. <laughs> celeb, <laughs> celeb fetish corner. Where we throw baseless accusations about celebrities out. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take us right there to the FDI, which I think will actually be a substantive conversation this week. Yeah. Uh, if this is your first episode, we rank a fetish on how dangerous it is. One, of course, meaning, yeah, fucking, your life is short, try it. Mm-hmm. And five, meaning, don't ever fucking do this. And then two through three are an escalating series of, you should consider evaluating this with your partner. You should exercise caution. You should attempt to simulate where possible. Mm -hmm. Where do we give this on the one to five? A five. I'm going to say a two. Whoa, that's a break. I've never seen that much of a break. I think this is too damaging to your health. Like, if you are doing this consistently, it does hurt your heart. Well, okay, Chris, what if you're just having it done to you? It's not damaging your heart. It's damaging someone else's unless you're just getting a new person every week to vomit on you we've taught him empathy i'm what very if, proud what, <laughs> wow what if what if i just get off on watching girls vomit on porn videos that's a two yeah. that's a two like that's not bad what if you know i see somebody vomit and i kind of get turned on i i don't i mean i guess if i'm not the person like vomiting then, then it's maybe it's so as long as dangerous. it's only happening to other people <laughs> it's perfectly fine no. If I enjoy vomiting and that's what gets like gets me aroused, I'm not going to give it a five because that's still like that's that's breaking SSC. Um, I wouldn't give this a five. Either. No, maybe a three. Yeah, I was going to say three simply because it requires one of you to endanger your health in like your upper respiratory area, and the other just gets to enjoy that if you're doing it with somebody else. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to go ahead and just balance it out and be mm-hmm. like one of them is hurting one of them is not yeah and i think it would average a three yeah, yeah i think so i think there are too many health that's there fair. are a lot of health i'm gonna concerns. i'm gonna break mine up and one of the things we really didn't discuss this week is is for every fetish there's kind of a cartoony fantasy element mm-hmm. or cartoony fantasy community and for that that's obviously a two if you're attracted to people's bodies changing and morphing and cartoon characters and all that it, you know Throwing up is just one more thing in the pile. It's a two. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and give both the Roman shower element and the um, like the orgasm bulimia. I'm going to give that a four. Yeah. I, I just think that this is it's damaging not We're only. Stepping up the ladder. Yeah. I, well, I, we were all over the place. Actually. Two, three, four, five. Yeah. 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 I, and I think that averages out at a, at a three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. It, it depends really on on your level of yeah, it, 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 <laughs> of involvement. Yeah, that's yeah. well, how often you're doing it too. Mm-hmm. Just because you know, I, I sound so king shame when I give it a four, but if someone kind of gets turned on and they make themselves throw up once a year, or they enjoy it when they happen to throw up, you know, who am I to say it's a four? Mm-hmm. But I, I picture someone who gets involved in this trap where. 
they're being they're being bulimic, which I think all of us on the show are against bulimia. That's mm-hmm. not anything anyone would ever want to encourage. Mm-hmm. And getting their sexuality wrapped up in bulimia, that sounds like a surefire recipe for something terrible happening to to your mind and body. Mm-hmm. And uh, as for being attracted to being vomited on, I think that violates sanity. You know, safety is real easy to gauge and consent is real easy to gauge. Yeah. But sanity is one of those difficult things. I think vomiting is finally too out there. And this is not me saying it's super grody because later we will have an episode on water sports and scat. And while, yeah, I'm equally grossed out by those, I would not give it nearly as high of a rating because think, it's really? not as dangerous. See, I would say it's all the same. It's all body secretions, poop, pee, vomit. I don't I know. I think vomiting goes up another level on sanity yeah. because oh, okay. it's something the body shouldn't necessarily be doing all the time. Okay. And it's also all relatively right. damaging whenever it happens. Yeah, okay. That, then that's pee, fair. Now, girl, that you, now that you put it that way, I can see your point. A, a, a genderless, beautiful person takes a shit every day and then just <laughs> so happened to take a shit on another genderless, beautiful person. Yeah. yeah. Okay, who gives a shit? As long as it's clean and, I mean, maybe they should be careful of putting it in their mouth. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, please but don't. vomiting, that, that's, it seems Peace insane. It, yeah. seems, yeah. it seems too much. <laughs> yeah. I think that this one is such just a mad gray area considering who is the one vomiting and who is the one, like, it's always a mad gray area. But I feel like this in particular, it's mm-hmm. so hard. Like, as we saw earlier, two, three, four, five. Like, mm-hmm. it's... It, we couldn't even agree on how dangerous yeah. it is. I thought everyone else was going to be doing four. Yeah, I thought it was going to be across the board four. I, and as always, I reserve five for things that violate consent. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what we could go ahead and say... Um, it hasn't been said yet. Um, the unsuspecting person who's made to throw up without knowing it's going to happen. Someone who goes in yeah. to a deep throat mm-hmm. and their goal is to make someone throw up without them knowing it. That's a five. That's yeah, messed that's up. a five. That is. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and gaining pleasure from the fact that it's un- it's unsuspecting. They don't know what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I-, I think that is definitely um, sociopathic behavior. Psychopathic I, behavior. I would agree. Yeah. Or uh, masochistic Definitely violating the SSC. So not masochistic. The other one, sadism. sadism? Definitely sadistic. There we go. <laughs> it's sexual sadism unsimulated. Okay. There we go. We got there. Very good. Okay. Well, I think this wraps up our episode. Okay. Do we want to put any uh, ads or thank yous? I think we should all, everyone driving their car should take their hands right off the wheel and put <laughs> two Jesus hands together. Take it. Yep. Jesus, take it. Or sex Jesus, whichever you believe in. And put a big, uh, <laughs> big hands together for Rob on his first episode with yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for joining us, thanks, Rob. Guys. Sarah's I not going uh, anywhere, but I would love if maybe we could have a five table, a fivesome. I would be. So I, w- I would to love to have you back on the show. Well, thank you so what I'm much. Trying to say. I loved being as either as either a sub or as a, as a permi. Okay, well, oh, yeah, I, I, I was I was worried dumb. about as a sub or a dom. <laughs> Substitute, gentlemen. <laughs> can't blame us. It's a sex yeah. podcast. We were talking about sex for the yeah. hour. Oh, well, join us next week um, as we're going to be talking about profanity. Ooh. Ooh profanity. Fuck. I want to get into <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Sometimes we have the same brain. Thanks yes. for listening uh, and supporting us at Ex Vivo Media. We'll definitely be bringing you more podcasts. If you're interested, check out some of our others that are also available through iTunes or anywhere you get podcasts. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.